I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, it is Jack Gill and welcome to Red Men News. I am joined today by Errol Smith. There's not too much news today. It's the end of the EFL transfer deadline um so there's there's lots of, of stuff regarding that um a few outgoings a few loans and stuff like that there's obviously a bit of a preview into tomorrow's Merseyside derby um we're going to be taking um comments at the end on the Merseyside derby just give me predictions team predictions score predictions stuff like that in the comments let me know um, what you think it's going to be. Obviously, we want a, a reaction from that heavy defeat uh, against Aston Villa before the international break. Everton flying, of course, as well. Um, before we go into the news, um, there's a, a brilliant documentary at the minute, uh, um, a, an interview with Peter Moore. Uh, part two is now available on the website. If you want some clips before you watch the full video, they're over on Twitter. I watched part one myself. It's really, really good. Um, yeah, Peter Moore, fascinating, fascinating guy. He goes into a lot of detail about his time at Liverpool and loads of stuff um, that he's been involved with. So, yeah, make sure you go check that out. Um, we're going to start with um, a quote from Jurgen Klopp. He says, Everton can challenge Liverpool under Carlo Ancelotti. Um, he says, what I think about Carlo, Ancelotti was never a secret I couldn't respect him more he's a wonderful human being when I heard he was going to sign for Everton I thought uh, the next proper challenger in line Errol what do you make of this obviously we know Jürgen Klopp um, um, playing against uh, Carlo Ancelotti when Ancelotti was at Napoli yeah, uh, yeah. yeah he didn't have the best record against him um, and you know obviously we played Everton uh, Goodison post uh, lockdown uh, and it was a draw um, a game wasn't it yeah, it was it was very dire, but Ancelotti can can often set up like that. Um, do you have high hopes for the game tomorrow? Um, I'm a little bit nervous to be honest. I mean, I, I was playing football earlier in the week uh, with the lads, and and they were saying a couple of them are Evertonians, and they were still saying even the format there, and they'd still take a draw. So I think that kind of says it all, really. Um, I think we've. We obviously want to make a statement, but for me more than anything else, I just want us to kind of get back to just playing our game, really, and dominating. Um, In terms of the comment from Klopp, I think it's quite interesting. I don't know if it's a little bit of mind games going on there before, because he knows Ancelotti's got a half-decent record against them. Um, But, you know, you can't not respect the the things that he's done in world football. So I, I kind of... I wouldn't expect Everton to be the next challenges in line, but they are looking in good shape at the minute. You can't can't really rob them of that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Definitely challenges for the top four and, and definitely for Europe. I think they've they've looked yeah. very, very good so if far. If you push one of the other traditional good. six out, that's a, you know, that that's that in itself is is, is happy days like. Yeah, Man, absolutely. Chelsea or Arsenal suffer. They've been playing some good football, and, and you know they've got some very good players. I think Everton's issue is is the squad and how you know diverse, how diverse and thick their squad is. I think they've got some very very good players, um, but a lot of them, like James Rodriguez, are prone to a bit of bit of an injury. Yeah, um, well keeping them fit, if anything. Yeah, absolutely. And when they when they struggle and, and lose those sort of players, how are they going to cope with that? Um, so that that will be very interesting. But yeah, at the minute they're looking very good, and they're going to be a, a tough opponent for us tomorrow. And there's a bit more. Obviously, we're, we're moving into all the EFL stuff now. Um, EFL clubs yesterday rejected the the 50 million bailout uh, financial bailout that the Premier League were offering. Errol, there's been absolutely loads on this this uh, this week. Um, the project and, and all stuff like that, the, the, the changes in football that were proposed by Liverpool and Manchester United. The EFL clubs clearly not very happy with it and, and you know, Premier League clubs un, un, uh, unanimously um, voted no for it. So, you yeah. know, it, it fell through in the end. Um, but, yeah, it's an, another example of, you know, EFL clubs standing together and, and sort of not wanting to be ran by, by the Premier League and Premier League clubs. Yeah, well, I think as well, just in, in that article, if you look into it, it's, it's, it's talking about, obviously, the three tiers underneath the Premier League and they've kind of come together at some point and had the discussion that all 72 teams should really be protected in whatever kind of care package or support is on offer. They should all be um, protected rather than this kind of divide and conquer type package that's been rolled out at the moment or what they're planning to roll out at the moment. So I think that is fair because at the end of the day, they're all feeding whether the feeder clubs in one way or another to the infrastructure that's in it, that's there into the Premier League, we need that grassroots football, the, the lower leagues, all, it's part of the ecosystem. If you kind of cut them off by the knees, we'll struggle. It might not be next season or the season after, but in four to five years' times, you'll see the struggles come into the Premier League. So, you know, it, it is vital now more than ever that those clubs those clubs, especially the ones with Liverpool stature, we should be trying to be on the right side of history, in my opinion. Absolutely, I, I completely agree with that, Errol. I think you know the FL is, is going to struggle. We've lost Berry and Macclesfield before even the, the big effects come in from from COVID nineteen. With her clubs in the Premier League, speak about the struggles, and, and there's a lot more money involved in the Premier League. So I do fear for for clubs in the FL and, and even below that. Now the conference season has started with no fans in the ground and stuff like that. There's loads to go into this. I, I think um, it shows the incompetence of the government in in the fact that there's there's no fans still in stadiums but you can see them in, in theatres and, and stuff like that. You can see packed theatres and stuff. I think the sooner fans are allowed in stadiums, the better for these football clubs. But I also agree that, you know, Premier League clubs, um, the EFL, the FA, the Premier League itself need to come up with, with a proper package for these clubs to make sure that they survive and, and to make sure that they don't go under as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's something that really needs looking into. And, you know, there's been a lot of alarming things this week about, you know, the, I, I didn't agree with this whole new project that Liverpool were, were proposing and, and the fact, the ideology of, of the top six running the game, I, I, th I think is ridiculous. So I'm glad that got rejected in the end. Um, but yeah, moving on, there's, a, a few deadline day moves. Um, Herbie Kane has joined Barnsley on a permanent deal. Um, two years ago, he went 
to League One Club Doncaster Rovers on loan. Really, really shone there. Um, my mate's a Doncaster Rovers fan and I got to go watch him a few times. He was really impressive in League One. Last season, he got a move to the Championship. Uh, Hall City he went to, um, but he struggled with with a few uh, injuries. He ended up yeah. coming back to Liverpool early. Um, and now he's got a permanent move to Barnsley. I think he'll do really well in the Championship, Errol. Yeah, well, it's... I think at the minute that's where he's kind of proved that's his level for the time yeah. being. Do you know what I mean? And as I say, you know, just going back to what we said before, those will be the Premier League's feeder clubs in terms of the players that come through in the next couple of years. So for him cutting his teeth and potentially getting a main a main run of games in that squad, I think it'll do him the world of good. And I think the fee from a Liverpool perspective as well, still quite tidy over a million pounds for a young prospect like that. Um, so yeah, puts us in good stead. 15% sell-on clause as well, so yeah. you know if, if he reaches a potential that he could get to in the future, then that, that could also be a, a very important part of the deal. Um, Harry Wilson closing in on, on a Cardiff City loan as well. I think this is really interesting, Errol, and I, I'd be interested to see what the comments think about this as well. Um, obviously, he goes on loan, a couple of loans in the Championship, really impresses. Last season shows that maybe he's a Premier League quality player. Um, he shows with some brilliant free kicks. He's one of Bournemouth's top top goal scorers last season. I know they went down, but nonetheless, I thought he played well for them. Consistency is a bit of a problem with Harry Wilson. Um, you know, he can go games um, playing pretty poorly and then he pops yeah. up with a banger of a free kick and, and shows his worth in, in that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in, in general gameplay, he, he's not the greatest and there's still a lot of improvement to do. Yeah. Um, but I, I was almost sure that he'd, he'd end up joining a, a Premier League club almost per, uh, almost certainly uh, permanently or on loan. Um, but he's ended up in the Championship again and, and he might be a bit gutted with that, Errol. Yeah, he might be. But on the grand scheme of things, it's 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 not that bad, do you know what I mean? Because the other prospect was what, sitting in the under-23s for a season and kind of the valuation of his of, of the player would have probably went down as well if he's not getting regular football. I think from a... a, a uh, Premier League stance or across Europe we weren't going to just let him go on another loan unless you know we just wasn't going to do that we just wanted to sell him if it was going to be to the top level but it had to be for the right price is the understanding from the article so with that in mind I think it makes sense for him then in terms of the window still being open for the EFL for him to be able to go and make another move now because he's got to be you know one of the first um, names on that Cardiff's uh, team sheet most weeks as long as he's fit so that will definitely do his value it'll probably hold his value if anything and then next season you know with hopefully getting a proper transfer window and stuff we can actually plan uh, an exit strategy for him in terms of something that he'll be happy with getting back into a Premier League squad and you know sell him for maybe 12 to 15 mil Absolutely a key part of this deal as well is, is the fact that um, I believe there's over a million fee being paid by Cardiff for this loan move yeah. They're paying his and his wages. wages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Massive too. Um, so, you know, I, I, I wish him the best of luck and I think he could be a player that really pushes Cardiff City towards promotion and certainly the playoffs. Okay. Um, we've seen what he can do in the Championship before. He's, he's very, very good at that level. So, yeah, Cardiff City is certainly getting a very good, good player on their hands. Um, finally, Errol, um, Liverpool are reportedly interested in David Brooks. I don't think there's anything to do. Nah, I don't. This. Um, I heard big... Butland the other day and from Butland to Brooks it's like one yeah. end of the pitch to the other yeah I'm not yeah. feeling it 
I, absolutely. Well, Button's uh, reportedly joining Crystal Palace now, which is interesting. But yeah, this is just simply an article from the Daily Mail who are saying players who may leave um, during the season, uh, sorry, during deadline day. Um, and one is David Brooks, who they say Liverpool uh, are interested in the player as well as Manchester United and, and Tottenham, I believe. So, you know, I, I really don't think there's anything in there, but... It wouldn't be a bad. It wouldn't be a bad player to, to bring in with it. Well, they was uh, well. Uh, was they talking like forty million for his asking oh. price or something mad like that as well at one point? So, I, I just I can't see it. I don't see where where it's come from. But maybe I think that might be his agent trying to aggravate for a move on the last day as well and get some money in before the window closes. Who knows? Um, he's obviously Premier League quality, but in terms of him being Liverpool quality, I I, I don't see it personally. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it wouldn't be a bad rotation option, but, you know, be a sort of signing that's on par with Shakiri, and, and I don't think we need anyone else uh, like that coming old. right now. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, we'll, we'll go to the comments now um, that size sent over. Uh, Stephen C says, Hard to say. I think this will be the toughest derby for a while. Hate to say I'm preparing for a loss. Depends how well Mane say, uh, plays. Don't look into it like that, Stephen. Tomorrow's a bounce-back win, I'm telling you now. Um, the form goes out the window in the derby, so it's great yeah. that Everton are like, riding sky high, and it's great that we're doing shit, because that means that there's going to just be a level playing field come tomorrow, and it's just going to be whoever's the best team across the 90. Absolutely. Shit. And like you say, over the years, there's been a few flat derbies, even though we've had some bizarre, wicked moments like... The Origi goal, um, you know, they've been flat for, for the 90 minutes, even the one where Sadio scores in, in stoppage time is a, a really flat game. So maybe the form of Everton will mean that tomorrow that it's a really lively game and it makes for a better game because... They might want to play us actually for the change. They might be confident and, and ready and raring to go. So um, rather than parking the bus like usual. So yeah, I, I think it'll make for, a, make for a good fixture tomorrow. Um, the Anfield Lark says, Hope Wilson finds his feet at the right level. He's scores great goals um yeah absolutely right i think that's the thing though about harry wilson i think he's more of a highlight real player and that's why i've never been confident of him making it at liverpool i think um during general gameplay in, in the 90 minutes he can be pretty poor uh, a lot of the time and um, the thing though is with wilson he can pop up and, and score uh, an absolute banger dead uh, ball situations in it absolutely absolutely um and nipsey russell says four one the reds the air to be brought back down to the earth by coppers tricky reds i'd absolutely love that errol um, <laughs> the perfect way to bounce out i think it's really interesting because obviously we were outstanding i think against chelsea outstanding against arsenal we really performed like champions and then and we go and, and, and perform like that against Aston Villa just before an international break. Um, the, the best thing for me after that was I wanted to play a couple of days later, bounce back straight away. Yeah. But of course, we've had to wait two weeks and we've got, you know, top of the league Everton who are in great form and that's got to be how we bounce that back. That sentence didn't sound right, man. Top of the league Everton. When? <laughs> in our <laughs> lifetime has that been a sentence, bro? <laughs> But, you know, it, it's the perfect way. And, and like they say, let's end their 100% record. Let's beat them and, and, and let's show that actually they're getting a bit too big for their boots at the minute. They got confident as well when we got knocked out of the Carabao Cup by Arsenal, which is interesting considering they've not won a trophy since 1995 themselves. But, you know, we won't go into that. 
Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for to... Monday, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Tom Robertson says Liverpool to replace Manchester and London to dominate the league for the next couple of years. I think that's dead interesting, Daryl, because you know a lot of people are fancying Everton right now. Um, I'm, as I say, and as I said before, I'm not really in, in terms of competition for the league because I don't think their squad is strong enough when it comes to rotation, when it comes to big players getting injured. Um, but nonetheless, they are looking good, aren't they? Yeah, well, I mean, we can't ignore it at the minute. They are the form team of the league. Um, but at the same time, there's still a long way to go. This could be even an even longer season than what we're typically used to. Um, so there's going to be more hurdles. And one thing I think we've got an advantage of, we're used to hurdles being put in front of us and overcoming them and, and coming away with the goods from time to time. I don't know if Everton are made of the same steel. So it'll be interesting and I'm looking forward to it. It'd be nice, don't get me wrong. It'd be lovely, do you know what I mean? Like our parents' generation talk about the 70s and 80s and us having the best teams. I think that'd be sick, but I've got to be realistic and I've never seen it in my lifetime. So they've got hurdles that they'll have to overcome and it'll be interesting just to see how far they can, they can get with this current squad and this manager. It's going to be interesting with Everton as well because we've shown with with the whole Adrian thing that you know and, and Alison that how good how important it is to have a, a very very good goalkeeper um, and Everton have got Jordan Pickford so that says all that it needs to say I know they made a sign in the other week in goal as well and we'll, we'll see what happens with that I think it's more just for competition to try and get the best out of Jordan Pickford if I'm honest with you um, but what is the best of Jordan Pickford let's be honest it's, it's not that great it's anybody's um, guess right now isn't it. Absolutely. Um, and finally, a bit on Thiago. Uh, Genie 20 says, I think Thiago should be on the bench. Thoughts? Uh, Johnny Walker says, Thiago volley in injury time. Um, it's interesting because for me, if Thiago is fully fit, he's had a break over the last few weeks. He starts. He's a player yeah. that, you know, we've spoke about Carlo Ancelotti, his tactics and, and how they might play against us. Um, so, yeah, T I, I think Thiago is a player you throw in and, and he could really, you know, cause cause a lot of problems for Everton to, tomorrow. Um, I just want to see him yeah. get some game time as well. And, Absolutely. We, we've had it all wrapped up for a while. I think the speculation side of things went dragged on for a few months as well. So he's our player now. You kind of just want to start to see him play and see how he settles in with this squad. So from that standpoint, there aren't much better games to kind of be thrust into really. It can, can really make your Liverpool career. Getting a good performance out of him to that tomorrow. I completely agree. I think, you know, you only have to watch his second half performance against Chelsea to see the sort of player that we've got on our hands here. Um, you know, he's he's had a nice break. Of course, he, he, he got COVID um, and now he's back and he's ready and he's been in training for the last week or so. So, yeah, it's really good news. And, and for me, I'd, I'd certainly start him tomorrow personally. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting because I think that you won't be the only one who thinks he should be on the bench. Um, thank you for joining me, Errol. Thanks, Cy, for, for doing all the work behind um, the, the camera here and uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, ta -ra. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. 
Try the super light tree runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com code SUPER24.